Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. Lord bless you this great day. I know God has some wonderful things in store for you, and I pray that you will just put your faith and trust in Him and walk with Him and allow Him to direct your life. I was talking about character yesterday. I was talking about values. Talk about decision making and choices, things I talk about often, but I tried to uh, frame it in, in different ways. And so I want to continue that today after I pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for another day to be a difference maker. Thank you for another day to stand on the promises of Almighty God. God, I pray that you would lead us. I pray that you would guide us. And God, walk with us. Help us to be people of character, people of God, people that make a difference in a lost world. Lord, we so desperately need you, and I pray that you would just lead us and uh, you would help us in every way to see you in a wonderful and powerful and mighty way. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, when I was younger, I was about 22 years old, I had been in the workforce uh, for a number of years. I had worked uh, coaching baseball in a, in a program, and I was a director of Little League at age uh, 21. I ran the Little League program, and then I went up to the Babe Ruth League, and I was able to coach. I had all sorts of incredible opportunity. I ran church league basketball in Caldwell for about three or four years from about 18 to 22, I, I ran that. I'd always been in that kind of leadership, and and I even got hired as at the Salvation Army to work and run the city recreation program when the recreation director left. I had all sorts of great opportunities uh, years ago. And so, well, I was going in to, to get a job, a, a greater coaching job a, a older for older kids, and, and I was so fired up because I knew that this was going to be a great opportunity, and I was certainly qualified. I had a lot of success. And uh, though that experience, I realized that I'm not going to get everything uh, to come my way, the things I deserve. So I'm, sometimes you're going to be shunned at times, you know, because I went to this job, and he didn't hire me because I was young, because I was younger than the other guy. And, folks, I went through the roof. I was fired up. I was angry. You know, when you don't when you get picked for something you think you should get picked for, I was angry. And, you know, the ironic thing uh, was is that that guy got fired and they hired me to replace him for uh, interim, interim. And so not only did I <laughs> not get that one job, I got the highest job I could get. And I was just a young kid and God provided, but I was so angry at the time. You know, I think that you feel that way too. There's, I venture to say that many of you have gone through similar experiences. We are back to the choice part here in our lives. You can choose to be bitter and let it hinder you from being all that God wants you to be, or you can use it as a tool to grow your character and develop your attitudes. You know, look at the great story of Cain and Abel. I mean, the start of the Bible but, you know, God accepted Abel's gift, but didn't accept Cain's. So Cain got angry and moved him to sin against God. You know, in fact, we see this in, in Genesis chapter 4, verse 3. Uh, I think it's verse 3 through 7. I'll read it to you. It says, in the course of time, 
Cain brought some of the fruits and the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. But on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Wow. God was very plain to Cain. God accepted Abel's gift. But God said some pretty valuable words, you know. You know, why is your face downcast? If you want to do right, will you not be accepted? God was and is concerned for human beings to do what is right in his sight and to overcome problems and use them as growth opportunities. And if you do, your character will be developed. I've had to use all sorts of growth opportunities in my life, and I wished I would use them all. Sometimes I got downcast. Sometimes I got discouraged. But you know what? God is greater than any of those things. Any of those things. He will see us through troubled times. I want to talk for a moment about the importance of community. When thinking about having, uh, let's say you had one month to live. You know, you want to be able to to live for the glory of God. You want to be able to to do what's right. Now, you never know how much time you have. It might be a month, it might be a year, it might be 30 years. But live for the glory of God. In Luke chapter 10, Jesus says these words, uh, chapter 30, verse 38 to 42, he says, Mary, Martha, and Jesus, they spent time together, and they they were close. In fact, that was Jesus' closest allies that we find in the Bible, closest friends. And you know we all need friends. Let me tell you something. I hope you're a friend to your pastor because there's many times pastors need a friend because, you know, people are afraid because they're afraid they're going to find out some truth about their lives and they're not perfect. Well, i got news for you. There's not a perfect pastor in this world either. Everybody deals with life. We deal with issues. We deal with struggles. You know, and just like that old spiritual song says, sooner we'll be done with the troubles of the world and going to be with God. Well, that's true. But Luke chapter 10, I'm going to read this, verse 38 to 42, talking about Mary and Martha. It says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister left me to do all the work myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or needed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So what what did she choose? She chose to listen to Jesus. She chose to spend time with Jesus. You want to see joy in your life? You want to see the power of God in your life? Choose to spend time with Jesus. Too many people don't spend time with Jesus. We don't spend alone time with Jesus. We don't spend time in worship at church in fellowship with Jesus. We just every once in a while call upon his name. Sometimes we get busy doing those things that we do and we're not spending enough time with what the Bible says in the power of God and with God. Life is a vapor, folks. 
It's going by so fast. I was talking to somebody about that yesterday. This last 10 years has been unbelievable. It just moves by day by day. I can't hardly believe it. In fact, now I've in this second or third week of legislature as I share this message, you know, it's every year during legislature, January through April, it goes so fast for me. It just seems like it's over after it starts. And I love it so much. I love being with our state leaders. I love being able to share devotions and prayer with them. I want to breathe Jesus into their lives, and many of them breathe Jesus into my life. Many of them encourage me. But we need to commit ourselves to be there for each other, working together to make a difference for this lost world, because we know we have a lost world. You know, uh, there's... uh, a lot of things that go on, and, and, and we don't know what the future, like I said, holds. I remember years ago, I'm, I kind of like history, and I like studying some things. I've been to Gettysburg, I think, three times, gone through the battlefield, and I've watched the movie. I've, I've just intrigued with some of that, you know, people that fought for their beliefs, you know, and, uh, and they died together because they sacrificed for their beliefs. But you know what? Jesus Christ wants us to come to be together and be together and make a difference together. When the great revival in the book of Acts took place, the people met together often. It says they ate together. They prayed together. They allowed the Holy Spirit of God to move them. People, we need the Holy Spirit of God to move in our lives, in our churches, in our city, in our state house. We need to avoid fellowship robbers, those things that take away from the community, take away from encouraging each other, that takes us away from worshiping together, like COVID. The enemy threw that out so we could uh, break up the churches. Now churches are struggling to get back. Yes, a lot of people are watching online, but not everybody. And churches are nowhere near as full as they used to be. Why? Because the enemy has got in and thrown a dart And people have taken the bait. It is time to say, God, I'm going to honor you in every way. I want to be a difference maker. Live life with no regrets. If you were whisked away today, would you have any regrets? If all of a sudden the Lord came and there you are and it's time to meet him, would you have any regrets? Or would you say, Lord, I've, I've, Really, I've been serious with my walk with you. He knows your heart. You're not going to worry. have to worry about pleading your case. He knows your heart. He knows where you're at. He knows if you talk Christian or uh, whatever that word is. Uh, I mean, there's, a, there's a word that, you know, you, you talk Christian, but you really don't live Christian. You know, Christianese is what the word I was looking for. You know, he knows that. You can't fool him. He knows that when you avoid him and avoid the word of God and avoid the church, that you you know, it's your choice. We're all making a choice. I love my new senior pastor, Pastor Alan Chaney. He, he was my associate for years, a uh, bunch of years ago, and he is doing a wonderful job leading Cloverdale, and I'm glad to be able to serve him in this ministry. But he has such a heart for people. He has such a heart for people to know Jesus. He wants people to walk through the doors of Cloverdale and sense the Spirit of God, and I do too. I want people to go to churches all over the Treasure Valley and experience the love of Jesus. So let's get involved. Let's 
leave a lasting legacy, a legacy that we honor Jesus first. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.